This is an Odyssey original. This is the War in Ukraine Daily. I'm Charles Feldman from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. As the war in Ukraine rages into its fourth month, there is intense fighting underway in the eastern part of the country as Russia looks to extend its land grab. And even with international sanctions aimed at Russia that have been described as some of the toughest ever initiated in the modern era, the Kremlin continues to sell oil and gas that helps to bankroll its war effort in Ukraine. Well, the European Union has taken a big step against Vladimir Putin over the war in Ukraine. It's agreed to ban most imports of Russian oil. The EU is aiming to cut off 90% of Russian oil imports by year's end. Europe is the world's biggest buyer of Russian energy. With us again is Tim Lovinoff, president of the Kiev School of Economics and economics professor at the University of Pittsburgh. He's, he is in uh, Kiev now. Thanks for coming back to the podcast, Tim. So the EU weaning itself off of Russian oil demonstrates the massive global economic shocks that the war in Ukraine have touched off. Yeah, I think so. Um, and also food prices, um, with food security being put at risk uh, with Russia blockading supplies of grain uh, from Ukraine and elsewhere. Uh, plus energy, as you said, plus increasing instability because of the continuing offensive. Yeah, that, that has an effect on prices uh, across the globe. This deal that the European Union has come up with to phase out uh, the oil that is uh, exempt from, by the way, pipelines, as I understand it, at least for the time being, um, that was to placate countries like Hungary. So how is this news, how is this agreement going over in Ukraine, as far as you could tell? Yeah, there are at least three factors here. Um, the EU wants to show unity, and so it has compromised on uh, allowing um, the Hungarian demands to be met. Um, then the immediate effect of this um, ban, um, is, by the way, it's not, uh, it's not coming into effect until later in the year. It's just been passed right now. So the immediate effect is uh, changing the expectations that we are going to see this um, economic fight too uh, for long uh, for longer haul, and um, it will starve or it will decrease the the Russian uh, reserves or the the financial uh, assets, um, but not to the not to an extreme because they're still selling gas, and so I expect that there will be further. Uh, discussions later about the gas embargo, which will have additional effects on the prices across the globe. And I think this signals that the EU and the world is preparing for a medium to the longer term conflict because they're going with the sanctions, trying to make Russia uh, financially vulnerable. But we know it works. It takes time for those sanctions to work. Uh, Professor, are there other potential markets that Russia can go towards outside of the EU. Certainly there are a lot of places around the world that could uh, you know, definitely use uh, cheaper oil that Russia can offer now. So are, are, do those markets exist and do you expect them to exploit that? Um, yeah, there are secondary ways to trade. Um, um, it's not as easy as it might sound, uh, in particular because of the logistics. And the logistics, the distances, the ports, um, the, um, the ship, the cargo fleet, all that matters. Um, but, of course, uh, Russia could trade with China, 
uh, could trade with India, uh, but the U.S. and the EU will be putting pressure uh, and sometimes, you know, offering some kind of incentives, carrots, not only stick, for those countries to to minimize that secondary leakage uh, from the embargo. Uh, so it's not gonna, the embargo is not going to be perfect, um, but um, there is this logistical, there is secondary sanctions pressure, and there is also the fact that the type of oil which is being, being sent to Europe um, is, is sort of specific to, uh, well, there is larger demand in Europe. While substitution is possible, it's not perfect. Tim Ulovanov, president of the Kiev School of Economics and economics professor at Pitt. Professor, thank you for joining us. You'll find this Odyssey original podcast and others at odyssey.com and on the Odyssey smartphone app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thank you.